Hi, listeners. Today's episode forces you to think about the commitments you're making and what they mean to you. As C.S. Lewis said, hardships often prepare ordinary people for an extraordinary destiny. People look at their past to decide who they are. People look at their past to decide who they can be. But the problem is, oftentimes, people mistake difficulties, suffering, pain, for being bad, being less than, being broken, and it erodes their sense of self-esteem. It erodes their sense of self-worth. But nothing could be more opposite from the truth because in reality, no matter what you've gone through, no matter how hard it was, all of it was shaping you into the person that you can become. The hardships, the difficulties, the pain, the suffering, all of that makes you tougher. It is literally in the difficulties that you begin to find just how much you're capable of. It's in the suffering that you find out how resilient you are. It's in the pain that you can rise up and get tough. And all of that is going to serve you as you move forward, but you have to know how to frame it. You have to know how to think about it. You have to know that whatever you've been through, that all of it is an opportunity to learn. All of it is an opportunity to grow. All of it is an opportunity to get better, but you have to use it to shape yourself. You have to lean into it. You have to know that the pain and the suffering, all of it is serving you. But if you're telling yourself a story that diminishes you, if you're telling yourself a story that bad things have happened to me or I've done bad things and that makes me a bad person, then none of it is going to help you. And you're always going to move backwards. And it's going to be this stress and this pressure that's pushing you backwards. Instead, if you could put it behind you, said it pushes you forward, it propels you to be more, then no matter what's happened to you, you can become something truly extraordinary. And as David Livingstone said, I'll go anywhere, provided it be forward. So even when you're making mistakes, even when you're falling down, If in that you can see that it's an opportunity, it's a lesson, it's something that you've learned, even when you're running and you stumble and you trip and you scrape yourself all across the pavement, you're still moving forward. As long as you get back up, dust yourself off and keep going, it doesn't matter that you fell. It doesn't matter that you embarrassed yourself. It doesn't matter that you made a mistake or that you look stupid. None of that matters. The only thing that matters is how do you think about it? Do you let it be something that moves you backwards? Or do you recognize at least it was momentum, at least you were going, at least you tried, at least you were putting your energy into something, at least you were willing to take a risk. And that's where most people fail. They're never willing to put themselves out there because they don't see the momentum, they don't see the forward movement, they only see the failure. It really is that easy and I know that you've heard this a thousand times and I know that people are telling you all the time that failure is a part of the learning process. But so is the voice that says you're a fuck up. So is the voice that tells you that you're unworthy. But it's up to you to decide to ignore that voice. It's up to you to prove that voice wrong. It's up to you to love yourself. And yes, I know that's easier said than done. And yes, I know each and every one of us has to do things to be worthy of loving ourselves. We have to take that leap of faith. We have to be willing to look at our inadequacies. We have to be willing to get up and do ourselves a service. We have to be willing to serve ourselves. And you do owe yourself that. And you do have to take action. And you do have to be proactive. But if you do that, 
You don't need extraordinary accomplishments. You just need to know that you're trying. You need to know that when you fall, you're going to get back up. You need to know that you'll keep pushing forward. You need to know that you won't give up, even if you've given up in the past. And once you know that about yourself, once you know that every day is a day, an opportunity to reinvent yourself, that's all you need to believe in. That's all you need to build that self-worth is to tell yourself you're going to do something better today than you did yesterday. That's it. It doesn't need to be grand. It doesn't need to be extraordinary. It simply needs to be a commitment to yourself. If you commit to yourself, if you commit to love yourself, despite everything that's happened to you, despite everything you've done, your life can be beautiful. But it starts with a decision to move forward. people say that knowledge is power is for one simple reason. As you accumulate it, it gives you the ability to do more. You literally become capable of more. You're able to bring knowledge into your life to literally transform what you're able to manifest in the world. And at the end of the day, the very definition of power for me is the ability to close your eyes and imagine a world and then open them and make that world come true. But the thing that holds people back is their own ego. And as Epictetus said, one cannot learn what they think they already know. And that's the danger. That's how people get themselves into trouble. It feels so good to know something. It feels like as you're collecting this information and becoming more powerful, you just want to focus on that. You want to sink into that feeling. You want to see yourself in the mirror as somebody capable, of somebody who's capable of more today than they were yesterday. And in that truth, because you are, but in that truth is a trap. And the trap is to begin to feel that you know something, to think of yourself as a master. That's why, as Socrates said, the only true wisdom is in knowing you know nothing. Because that's how you're going to get really powerful. That's how you're going to open yourself up to that knowledge, to bring it into your world. And even as you grow more powerful, even as you grow more capable, you're always looking for the ways that you're wrong. You're always looking for that next piece of information. You are always focused on how you can get better. And you really open yourself with a humility that most people cannot bring into their world. They cannot accept any vision of themselves as anything other than a master. But the master is the one who's trapped. The master is the one who calcifies. The master is the one so brittle they break. But the student, the student is always willing to learn. The student is looking for that opportunity. The student is trying to be around people that know more than they know so that they can learn, so that they can become more powerful, so that they can close their eyes, imagine a world, and then open their eyes and make that world come true. And at the end of the day, that should be the sole aim of your life, is to have something that you want to bring to this world, that you are going to be relentless about acquiring the skills that are going to allow you to do that. And the only way that you're going to be able to get there is to drop your ego and recognize there's power in knowing nothing. When your pursuit is to learn everything.
I'm convinced that while virtually everyone you're ever gonna meet, they will tell you that they wanna do something great with their life. They'll tell you that they've got big dreams, they've got plans and they're gonna make it happen. But they can't take criticism. They're not willing to look at what they're doing wrong. They're not willing to admit that everything is their fault, but it's just a frame of reference. And if they would change that frame of reference, it would change everything. And as Tim Grover said, the only difference between feedback and criticism is how you hear it. Understanding the brain, understanding how we process data, understanding the way that ideas get into your mind and cause a chain reaction of emotions. If you can't figure that out and rise above it and not become a victim of your emotions, not become a victim to people saying something that knock you off your confidence, that make you feel insecure, that actually cripple your ability to perform because of how you have decided to hear something. And that moment of awakening, that breakthrough, that is the realization that you decide what to focus on. You decide what to hear and what to take away from something. Somebody can assail you, they can attack you, they can victimize you. But it's a choice as to whether or not you play the victim. As Winston Churchill said, criticism may not be agreeable, but it's necessary. It fulfills the same function as pain in the human body. It calls attention to an unhealthy state of things. In the pursuit of greatness, people are still trying to avoid pain. If you really want to do something, if you really want to become somebody, then you've got to run headlong into pain. You've got to be looking for those things that make you suffer. You've got to seek out the pain. You've got to seek out the things that make you uncomfortable. You've got to want to hit that difficulty because it is in those moments, it is in that bit of suffering, it is in seeing what you are not good at that is going to allow you to become great. And if you have to let it fill you with rage to really stand in anguish in order to force yourself to move, then stand in it. Do whatever you need to do in order to reach your goals. And if that's the motivation that you need, then embrace it and chase it. As Tony Robbins said, the purpose of pain is to move us into action. It's not to make us suffer. So in that anguish, in the excruciating pain, find no suffering. See the joy in it. Welcome it like an old friend. And the day that you can welcome your pain like an old friend because you know, like a friend, it is taking you where you need to go. It is spurring you into action. It is pushing you to become something. And the process of rebirth, my friends, hurts. But whether you choose to suffer or not is your choice. Because remember Tim's words. The only difference between feedback and criticism is how you hear it. The only difference between pain and suffering is how you frame it. So it's your choice. It's up to you how you're gonna move forward. But never, for one fucking second, forget that it's a choice.